because I've been here, so I'm not really... Oh, right, right. Well, well let yeah. me tell you. We talk about this thing called Game of Thrones. Maybe you may not have heard about it. Sounds like a serial. Yeah. yeah. It's a little show that uh, on HBO in 1995... <laughs> Oh, really? seen cool. from those intro credits. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big, happy family of Westeros. <laughs> Featuring Christian Nairn as Hodor. <laughs> no, introducing. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> the music was perfect. It did remind yes. me so much of Hercules and Xena, which I have <laughs> both on my Netflix queue, everybody listening. Aww. Welcome to Game of Owns. It's the three of us. It is. That is Greetings. what it is. I've been yeah. gone for 17 years. But <laughs> in human like years and human time, that's five episodes. We I think hauled it's you back, though. The surger yeah. that you were, we hauled you back by... Um... We had to cross the river sticks to get you back, Zach. You, you Don't look keep back. all the pennies for the boatman, though. You gotta I kept, keep all I, of them. I kept the gold. A little I sack kept... of pennies. The leftover change from all the shamrock shakes you've been buying. Yes. Or the, all, actually, <laughs> no, the leftover changes from the shamrock shakes I haven't been buying. Oh, why not? Because they're not good for you. Somebody told me that, and so I was like, well, okay. <laughs> Come on, you knew that tell already. Me, tell me you knew that when you ate 13 of them the year before. Yes, yeah, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, like, eight. my record is like 15 or 16 a year. But, but this yeah. year, I'm proud to say, St. Patty's Day is literally like Saturday, right? Two days from now. Yeah. I've had five Shamrock Shakes. I mean, to be well, honest, Eric, anything that's green that's not a vegetable... That should give you yeah. a clue that it's not good for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Oh, come it's on. Be a, a I, I don't know. I would I would go around pouring green food coloring on, like, so bread. You're a leprechaun. That's terrible I knew it. for you. I knew it. Everybody, my theory is true. Eric is a leprechaun. <laughs> Hello. Yes. I can't. So where's your gold? That's the real question, because we need to smelt it to pay for this war we're having in this book. Oh, yeah. Gold. Where is it? Because you found me. You, oh, no, you, you found me. You got me to podcast head. with you. Selena and I have, have, like, really what you guys are hearing right now sounds like a normal conventional Game of Owns episode. What you're actually hearing is we're inside of a room with one single light. Uh, Eric is tied up with a bag <laughs> over his head. And yeah. we're pointing guns at him, asking him where his gold is. <laughs> so it's, it's a curious time here on the show. We're going to pour you it know, over his head in a moment. You'll never hear I got to tell you guys, I, 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 <laughs> normally I would have gold. And normally finding me and tying me up like this would grant you... A couple wishes, untold rich. I don't know why yep. this is funny, uh-huh. but but I lent all my gold to work, Davis. Okay, so you got to go find him, <laughs> and right. he's he has all my gold. Okay, well that would explain his the nice clothing in that video I edited for you to. once. Like if you're gonna give your gold to someone, you know, well because he played Leprechaun. I know yeah, he did, and yeah. Willow, right? And, and Willow. Willow. I had to sign into a, the rental agreement when I was moving with the truck. I had to sign a rental agreement for this big truck I rented, and it said that I officially couldn't record podcast episodes while I was moving. So that's a, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was my absence, guys. But I'm back now, and I said screw you to them, and then they charged Yay! me for a scratch I didn't do, and now I'm here. Oh, look at that. Yeah, yes. It's good. No, it's good to have you back. We uh, ventured to the wall on our most recent episode. Um, Jon Snow had a flight. Uh, from the wall, he visited some buried treasure in Molestown, <laughs> and <laughs> then returned as if nothing had ever happened. So this week we're with Catelyn now, and this is the penultimate chapter of the Game of Thrones: Song of Ice and Fire, Book One. Damn! Can you guys believe it's been this like we've we've made it this far? There are seventy something chapters in this book. Seriously, I honestly like can't believe one. it. 
<laughs> it's been a long book. Well, we started doing the chapter by chapter. We knew that it was going to be daunting. Uh, and then we had like this thought in our head, like, why won't, why don't we time it perfectly for the start of the new series? And mm-hmm. unfortunately, unless we have four or five episodes with nothing in them, we are not <laughs> going, <laughs> we're not going to succeed, but we do have some really fun, special shit planned in between those times from the book and the show. So hopefully these last two chapters are going to just, as Eric would so eloquently put, whet your appetite just whet, enough. Whet, yes. How did you know that was the thing that I've been doing? It's because I I heard you, I edit the show. and oh. yeah. <laughs> Every time I say, Whew, you got it. Is yeah. that a thing? Is that exactly. a, a leprechaun thing you're doing? It's oh. an Irish thing. You mm-hmm. know you're closer than we are. I am. I cannot do an Irish accent, though, to save my life, so I'm not even going to try. Uh, what about Scottish? Can you do Scottish? Scottish? No. No. I can do Cockney. <laughs> I'll get. I'll prepare it for next time. Take me back to the wall. I want my freedom. <laughs> my freedom. <laughs> freedom from England. <laughs> I actually watched Braveheart recently. Oh, I yeah? want to watch Braveheart. Whoever is the last king of Scotland would also be king in the north. Oh, there we go. <gasps> Pulling That's it out. True. King in the we north. Pulled it out. King in the north. Contents. <laughs> Eric rifled through his book. Right to the TOC, and he went back to the index. Scottish <laughs> transition. Got it. <laughs> here we are. Catelyn's here. She's visiting family. Although, she doesn't have many family left. She does not. Which is why she needs to visit the ones that exist. Yes. She has well, more I mean family say, than most people in this book. Perhaps. But her sister's crazy, and, and her sister and her kid are still east. And then her father, unfortunately, as she learns in this chapter, he was taken captive by... Jamie Lannister, but um, even though he's safe now, they rescued him, he is in deteriorating health. He's in a state of um, mental incapacity. He's sick. He's ill. He's and getting there. He's not getting better. And so it's an issue for Kat because she does want Rob, her son, to learn things from him. Um, and so the I guess the first half of this chapter is she's wandering around Riverrun and Sir Edmure Tully's there, and her father's there, but she really wants to connect the two of them, Rob and her father. Mm-hmm. Of course, Which her father is very angry with uh, his brother because he refuses to marry. Yes, he goes into it about the different... I, I guess, like, they really see it as a way of continuing their families, you know, marrying... God, he sounds like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm getting old, apparently. <laughs> My parents haven't badgered me too much about it. Selena, how about you? Or yes. do you have arranged marriage over there? In yeah, Sweden? well, yeah, I'm already promised now. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no, my mom has been uh, calling for grandkids for the past three or four years. So I'm, I'm just right? tuning it out now. So, I mean, I guess one of the things that happens at the beginning of the chapter is Catelyn's looking for Rob and she finds him in the godswood praying. And this is something where basically like the whole chapter she's thinking – I don't want to think about Ned, the fact that Ned just died. I don't want to think about him, but so much stuff keeps reminding her of Ned. And one of that is the fact that Rob, right on the curtails of battle, just goes straight to the godswood and starts praying with his soldiers to the old gods. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that scene? Him, no. It said that his sword was drawn and planted firmly in the dirt in front of him. And he's got all of these badass. He's got great John. He's got the car Starks. He's just, he's circled by all of these great Northern men and they're silently prostrating themselves in front of this Godswood tree. That's so cool to me. And the Mormont ladies, um, Maggie yes. Mormont and her, and her daughter, Brienne 2.0, perhaps 1.0 because oh, she's right, there before course. Brienne. Yes, yes. The prequel, um, but the apparently we, for Brienne. yeah, we find out that John or Rob, sorry, is actually <laughs> praying for guidance. 
Um, because it does, as it turns out, there's a lot of strategizing that begins to happen in the second half of the chapter. And this is pretty badass, but I wanted your guys' take on it because there's a lot of politics involved and there's a lot of what should we do? Where should our allegiances lie? Cause they've just, they've just come down off this tremendous victory where the Lannister supply chains are in half, but now they're not sure if they should just like, give their loyalty to King's Landing or stay on their own or do all sorts of stuff. They have, they have options because they just kicked ass. It's a super interesting chapter because it's this stuff more than, more than the action scenes that give you an insight into just how impossible of a situation these characters are finding themselves in. It's not just a case of there's a big bad that must be defeated and then they all win the battle and then they go celebrate and the hero gets the girl and that's the end. Peace forever. Like, they've won battles now, but then who who the hell are they actually fighting these battles for? That's the big question, and there's no clear, obviously, as we find out at the end of the chapter, they they don't find any of the candidates actually to be the clear person to rule now that it's, like, anyone's game. It's so funny because up until this point, we've seen the bulk of the planning, the bulk of the Game of Houses, the bulk of the Game of Thrones come from the South and come from people like Varys, Mm -hmm. people like Littlefinger, and it has such a negative connotation all of it because we know that these people are pretty much just doing it for power or to get themselves into a better situation but in this particular council meeting they're playing the same game they're potentially saying the same things but you know that it's from the perspective of we are sick of seeing our loved ones die and we not only want justice but we want to go on in peace so like this entire argument is the old the same argument we've had during this whole book series and show is that peace over war revenge or let these things die uh-huh. you know that's a really good point and it sounds a lot different when you're getting like Rickard Karstark to say it than when you're listening to the smooth sultry voice of Varys <laughs> right, and it's so interesting because they're they're saying, okay, well, if we if we bent the knee right now to to Joffrey, even right. though he he is the guy who's who's in charge, because Rob still thinks he's his true heir, then what happens when Renly, who has now taken up the crown, and you know he's got all these support, he's got support from all of these people, when he takes up the crown, and let's say that they win, what happens? What's going to happen to us when we now have to deal with the second king who's against us? Exactly. So he was like, who do we line up with, Renly or Joffrey? Is, is Renly really against them, though? Like, I've always thought that poor Renly got a got a bad deal, a raw deal, because I, I still think that he was actually out to take the crown for the right reasons. I'm not saying that Rob and them necessarily um, knew that, but I always thought that. The only reason I disagree is because he's not following the line of succession. He is going so what, out. He, he, I think it's a big deal, because if you're asking if he's behaving righteously or for the right reasons, he should really cede it to his older brother. Um, I don't care what beef he has with his older brother. Stannis like, is the fact, such a douche, though. But the fact that <laughs> we don't know that. We, we know, know, I know that. that. I know it. <laughs> the we whole world knows it. Damn it. He wasn't there when Robert died. <laughs> uh, but I'm, what I'm saying, too, is that we get in this chapter, and look, it's it's fair to say we don't have a Renly perspective yet or a Stannis perspective chapter yet, but Renly's going around gaining all these allies that Rob and the councilmen are all talking about, and it's just like, well, where's Stannis like in all of this? And Renly's doing all this stuff. 
And it's just like, you Where feel bad Stannis for Stannis. When I feel fell. bad for Stannis. You guys, <laughs> I guess you guys criticized during the show that we were watching too, that I was like all soft on Stannis like I am for Theon. But really, I just, I, I, <laughs> I would, I would, little brothers, you just have to swat them and be like, seriously, what, what the hell were you well, thinking? Well, I'm a no. little brother, damn it. We have our <laughs> own views. <laughs> no, I get, I, Selena, to go back to your point, I think Renly is the choice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like shaking two ringed hands together, like a fist in the air on both sides. Congratulatory. Pat yourself on the back. Rinley, you are charitable. You are charismatic. You have the sweetest crown I've ever seen. Okay. <laughs> you have some of the best fashion sense of any leader of Westeros <laughs> I have ever seen. And in addition to all of those amazingly important facts that deem you worthy of a throne, Stannis is a dick. And... He and doesn't he know how to keep his in his pants. Right. He's first of all, he's been like on Dragonstone, which isn't part practically isn't even in Westeros. Whereas Dennis <laughs> Renly has been like at the seat of the council all this time. He knows how to run a kingdom. This is all and, slander. Right. <laughs> and also, like it's just the case of Stannis. What we, when to we come throne. to know of Stannis later, you see that he would rule with such a cruel iron fist that it would only be a matter of time before someone revolted against him. So really, Renly was doing them all a favor and nobody Stannis appreciated it. had to survive by eating the leather of his boots. I mean, come the hell on and rats i mean i know who wants that for a king that hardens you (laughs) that's terrible (laughs) listen this is why rinley decided he was like listen (laughs) this this is what i'm gonna do rinley said okay joffrey is not even the king so right now the entire idea of the throne is bullshit so here's what I'm going to do to protect my brother's honor, who was killed by these fuck faces, to protect Ned's honor, who was killed by these fuck faces, and to protect my brother, my other brother's honor, who's out in Dragonstone. God knows what he's doing. I'm going to do what I can to take up the throne, gather all the forces to us, and I'm going to solve this problem. And exactly. you know what? I'll deal with Stannis later. I will deal with Stannis's bitch ass later. Exactly. I applaud you, sir. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's it. So the, that's but, what he's but doing. So the councilmen, the councilmen decide to actually ignore the fight for the throne entirely, at least right. for the time being. And they declare their allegiance to somebody who is from this point forward known as the king, king in the in north. The north. <laughs> in the north. Yeah. Remember that video of me on the couch? Yes. yes. I, in fact, I could not stop thinking of that this past day since I've read this. Maybe you should include that in the show notes, Zach. No, sorry, guys. That's that's going in the vaults. <laughs> <laughs> the Disney vault. King um, in the north. <laughs> yeah. Um, we need Ian on the show too, by the way. Yeah, we have, we should have him on soon. It's a friend who, he introduced me to the board game. You guys will hear him one day. But, but, uh, so the councilmen really like this idea of the king in the north. And, but they're talking, their swords are pointed right at Rob. Here he is. There he is. There he is. The king in the north. The king of the north. Now, I feel like this is like pretty much the only option they have, um, at the point, but they do it really emotionally, like really. With, with great strength of feet. Vigorous. Yes. Feet? Yes. With the feet. That was the feet that, of a that, hobbit. That was, they uh, call me strong foot. <laughs> that was a very veiled... Proud feet. Proud feminine. feet. We have great strength of feet. Yeah. Proud foots. Anyway, yeah. So, so they have the bunch of, feet. of proud feet, they declared their yeah. leader. <laughs> Rob stood up and goes, "It's my hundred and eleventh birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Bilbo!" 
Yes. <laughs> anyway. Well, I'm going now. No, no. Uh, it's it was a strong moment because you're seeing it from Catelyn's perspective. Okay, and this entire chapter is riddled with her thoughts because she was speaking with her father. And she was, like, so proud to tell her dad that it was her son that fought that yeah. sweet battle that, that he got to see. Because he loved it. He's an old-school war guy. And this was, like, teary for him. And she got to go upstairs and say, you know what, Dad? That was my son that did that. That was a wonderful moment. It was, like, because Catelyn is going through some real terrible stuff right now. But I felt like there you got to cheer for her a little bit. And she just, she just wants John, or she just wants Rob to <laughs> meet her dad. So... They can meet each other because she's like, you guys have a lot in common. You're both super cool. And I connected you two because we're all kin. That's great. So in this council meeting, she's seeing all of these things happen. And she's seeing inside of her head that she's constantly thinking, oh, this is what Ned would have done. Rob is so smart, too. He's thinking and he's not speaking. This is great. And then all of a sudden, in the midst of all of this Game of Thronesing, Great John is just like, he literally is just like, hey, guys, shut shut up. I got it. <laughs> Check this out. And he goes, why don't we just band all together like we used to? We're tough. He's got a fucking wolf. And we're going to be like, we're going to do the old kingdom shit. Like, we're going to be king of the north. And everyone's like, hell yeah. And just one by one, it's like dominoes across the room. Swords are getting pulled out. And they're pointing at this guy. They're like, yes, you be king of the north. And imagine Catelyn's mind during all of that. You know what I mean? That's right. crazy. I have the uh, I have the exact quote that Great John had, um, and this I guess this has to be like sort of the official own of this episode. But here it is: um, "Quote, my lords," he shouted, his voice booming <laughs> off the rafters. "Here is what I say to these two kings." He spat. Renly Baratheon is nothing to me, nor Stannis neither. Why should they rule over me and mine from some flowery seat in Highgarden or Dorne? What do they know of the wall, or the wolf's wood, or the barrows of the first men? Even their gods are wrong. The others take the Lannisters, too. I've had a belly full of them. <laughs> he reached back over his shoulder and drew his immense two-handed greatsword. Why shouldn't we rule ourselves again? It was the dragons we married, and the dragons are all dead. Yeah. He pointed at, he pointed at Ron with the blade. There sits the only king I mean to bow my knee to, my lords. He thundered, the king in the north. Yar! King in the north! <laughs> Badass. Mead! You're right. Mead! But, but, Zach, I thought you described it really well because it really just starts this chain-ass reaction. Yeah. Chains of asses reacting. Chains of asses. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, isn't it? Isn't it beautiful? Uh, I, that's going to be, that's my own as well. Just getting that out there. That's, there it is for me. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. It's, uh, it uh, definitely seems like one of the owns of the, of the book. I, I have another one though. Um, just cause okay. I want to be different. Um, let's hear it. I, I, I gotta give it to, uh, cause it's, there's, this is all a bunch of guys, you know, throwing their, the big feet and their asses around and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> masculinity. But we did have a really awesome thing when they were all trying to belittle Catelyn and being all like, oh no, but you're the gentle, gentle sex and a man has need for vengeance. And she goes, give me Cersei Lannister, Lord Karstark, and you would see how gentle a woman can be. And I was like, oh yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every time one George R. R. Martin throws in a little girl 
girl power comment. There should be like a little dancing Brienne in the corner, just like, oh yeah. <laughs> like in the appendix, it's like go to the dancing <laughs> yeah. Brienne chapter for feminism. Exactly. Like a little pop up thing. <laughs> Remember when like Ally McBeal was on TV and yeah, you could yeah, that's the like, one, the dancing baby. That's what I was yeah, thinking. You could download the little dancing baby like screensaver or desktop agent. Like I want to program one of those that's like Brienne. Brienne. <laughs> Yes. Most popular screensavers of the late 90s, early 2000s. Ready? I've got my fingers out. We're going to count top five, okay? Okay. We'll go with Dancing Baby. Number two, The Matrix Code. Oh, yes. <laughs> Number three, The Weird Maze Thing that went through a maze. <laughs> Number 3D four. 3D Maze. Windows 3D Maze. Yeah. Shooting Stars, whatever those were. And then, um, I don't know. What is number five? The poor, The polygon that was like hitting the, the side. thing yeah that oh bent yes around. yes right um, well if you have any famous screensavers you would like to remind us of or correct us on what actually was the best and top five screensavers uh i know that some of you probably know that or have access to google or frugal to find that you can email it to us at contactagamephones.com. Indeed. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, if you can say it to us in four, 140 characters or less, you could always tweet at us. We are on Twitter, everybody, and our Twitter handle is Game of Owns. We even allowed you to, to uh, tweet more than once, if that is what you feel like doing. Yeah, tell your mom, no too. No caps on tweets. Tell your mom to tweet us. Tell your mom to tweet us. She'd love the show. My mom would love the show. Keep trying to get exactly. her Exactly. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you see that? Help mm -hmm. Selena's mom listen, guys. And the way the best way to, to help Selena's mom find it in her soul to listen is to visit iTunes. It's a place <laughs> where a lot of you download the show and mm -hmm. it gives you this option where you could rate or review the show that you're listening to. And it's true. For the hours, countless hours of free, just just out there content, just just download it. We don't need we don't need a darn thing. Nope. You know, all you have to do is Go right there to the stars, find the most amount of them, click those. It'll say something like, it's great, uh, or whatever language you're in. Maybe Selena can text it to me in Swedish again. <laughs> Oops. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you do that and then write a little review because there's some cute ones and we're going to save those for next Monday. This is Friday. We'll save a lot of that stuff and uh, we'll add you to the mix and other people will find the show and it'll be a great little thing. Yay! Oh, I just realized that if jo if Rob Stark is king in the north, there's room for Zach, me, and Micah to be kings of like the other cardinal directions. Ooh. Right. So dibs we'll on uh, dibs on dibs on east. I want to be, dude. I want to be west for sure. Come Here on. So Micah's west. in the south. That's cool because I'm just good. gonna carry Andrew around. I'm gonna borrow it from Aragorn. Like, hey, uh, can I borrow your sword? <laughs> <laughs> is it a foam sword? No, it's not. It's a real sword, but it's not Valyrian steel. I hate crossing genres because the metals get stronger or weaker when you're going from story to story, and that pisses uh, me off. That makes sense, actually. We need a fantasy union where people just say, what is what? You know, because yeah. I, I, I play RuneScape, and Mithril is, is cheaper than some iron shit, and I just don't like that. Sorry about that. No, that That's makes sense. Tangent. That makes sense. I think yeah. it's a perfectly legitimate complaint. Yeah, so let's let's get a let's let's start the council of fantastic novels and stories and where to find them and <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure nice. it out. I don't know. It's Friday, Selena. You were saying some shit. I was saying. Speaking of uh, fantastic swords and where to find them, um, Hypeable Through the Ages is another popular book that we should be writing. 
Um, no, I can't do it. <laughs> um, I do, I do want to talk about Hypable this week though, because I plug it every week and I'm like, oh my God, go here. It's awesome. But this time I actually have a reason for you to go to hypable.com, which is H-Y-P-A-B-L-E.com, which is that hopefully over the coming week, we will have a really, really awesome and really, really relevant contest for you all that I can't say much about yet, but that you guys will all definitely want to participate in and I am actually cursing myself for working for Hypable so that I can't participate in it. So um, you're saying I can participate, Selena? I would say maybe you could. Yes. Um if you really think that you are worthy of you're one take of these the amazing away from oh, there's Eric. She's all skeptical. <laughs> oh, if you think you could, you could if make it. If you would it, take right? one of these prizes away from the listeners, Eric, then Go for it. Oh, I wouldn't it's tell on anybody. Your conscience. Um, Do the winners get published then? Like their names on the site? And... I, I don't know. I'll, I'm sure they will be. Everyone's going to be in the comments like, that's Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Just call him out. <laughs> but, um, he tried to use the word Erica. That's still him. Yeah. Or Theon, great joy lover. <laughs> yeah, 8826. Who else loves Theon, great joy? Hey, guys. Seriously, though, it's really cool. She won't tell you about it because she's not allowed, but. I it's probably cool. shouldn't either because she'd get mad at me, but I'm just going to say it's cool. So yeah. it's really cool. cool. Check yeah. it out. Check it out. Check yes. it out now, Funk Soul Brother. <laughs> well, guys, just as <laughs> the uh, story that we're reading has done several, several times, it's Friday. The new series <laughs> is approaching. It's been Friday several times in this story. Yes. <laughs> Weeks <laughs> and, have the uh The, uh, the uh, crossroads approach. And it's kind of hard to say. We've been talking like for the past month about all these new fun things we have for you. And it really depends on what your definition of fun is because <laughs> I know myself, like some of you, really enjoy taking bottles of hairspray to open flame. That's fun for me. But if you're more interested in conventional things like your podcast doing some interesting new things in the world of podcasting, um, we're that podcast. We've got fun stuff happening. The crossroads are approaching. And we can now turn this annoying joke that we use so often on the show into a practical application, a physical, real-life application for the show. It's getting <laughs> okay. technical now. Look forward to everything happening, guys. It's going to be fun. And over the next few weeks, it's going to be cool. So stick around. Yes. Yes, indeed. And now the disclaimer. Game of Owns does uh, professional driver close course. Game of Owns does not recommend taking an open flame. To <laughs> Thank you, Eric. <laughs> Happy Friday, everyone. I'm Zach Louie. Have a safe weekend, guys. I'm Selena Wilkin. I'm Eric Skull. Just because we like dragons doesn't mean we condone burning things. 